This is Politico Energy. I'm Annie Snyder. The fight over President Joe Biden's $1.7 trillion social and climate spending bill has spilled over into the new year. If you don't remember, just before Christmas, moderate Democratic Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia said he couldn't vote for his party's reconciliation bill, essentially doing it as written. But now, with Congress back in session, Senate Democrats are pushing ahead with a floor vote slated for early this year. Meanwhile, House progressives aren't holding their breath hoping the bill will pass, and are urging Biden to take executive action to meet his ambitious climate goals. All this comes as the 2020 midterm elections loom, meaning the stakes are high for Democrats to pass something quickly. Today, Politico's Matthew Choi on what's next with the Build Back Better bill. It's Tuesday, January 4th. So, Matthew, Build Back Better didn't get done before the holidays. What are Senate Democrats and the president looking to do now? So, so here's something that they're not going to do. They're not going to just kind of give up and throw in the towel. They've definitely made it quite clear that they're going to keep hammering at this until they get something past the finish line. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer indicated just before the holidays that there would be a vote on the package early this year in order to just at least get everyone's kind of positions down on the record on the floor, as opposed to just negotiating through, you know, us journalists all the time. And Senator Joe Manchin made it pretty clear that as it stands, this is not a package that he's really interested in supporting at this time. But whatever vote happens, that's not the final point here. Schumer made it very clear that they're going to keep going at it until they finally get something passed through. The stakes are pretty high for Democrats at this point, too, right? With the midterms looming? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, timing is everything right now with this package. There's the midterms coming up, and the midterms of a first presidential term are very difficult to get any kind of major legislation to get passed through. Add on top of that, you know, most independent observers and scientists have said that in order to reach Biden's climate goals for the end of decade and for mid-century, the U.S. needs to get on some major nationwide economic overhaul immediately. In order to do that, legislation is kind of like the surest way of making that happen. And so this is kind of like the make-or-break moment for the legislative front in, in reaching those goals, according to a lot of these analysts and scientists. Hmm. But House progressives aren't content with just sitting around and waiting for this bill to pass, the reconciliation bill. What are they pushing for? Right. I mean, well, first of all, House progressives have not been <laughs> terribly happy with the way that this has been panning out over the past couple of weeks. But the reconciliation package doesn't just go into, you know, these decades-long, long-term climate goals. It also goes into a lot of things that are very immediate in terms of in the social spending front. So House progressives are really trying to push the Biden administration or President Biden to take executive action to remedy some of these more immediate concerns. Something that's really important for Democrats right now is to kind of show on the global stage that they are very serious on tackling climate change. And that's actually something that House progressives explicitly mentioned in their statement, pushing for Biden to take executive action to kind of get the ball rolling here. So just to clarify, would this approach of using executive actions be instead of passing Build Back Better? I don't really think so. Democrats have been really kind of hammering the point here that tackling climate change is a decades-long endeavor. And, you know, regulations or executive actions and things like that, those can be altered from president to president. So legislation is really something that they've been really pushing for to show that there is continuity here. Also, you know, like the regulatory front is also 
a hotbed for legal challenges under the Trump presidency, for example. States attorneys general, environmental groups, mayors were constantly challenging a lot of his regulatory actions and executive actions. And that really put like a damper on some of the moves that he wanted to make. And we're already kind of seeing that now. The Supreme Court is taking up a case next month that kind of examines EPA's regulatory authority on power plant pollution based on a case that was brought against uh, the, the agency by the state of West Virginia. So, you know, legislation is really kind of the core of Democrat strategy here. Also, at the end of 2021, the state of New York met two key deadlines in its landmark climate law. The Department of Environmental Conservation released a report on emissions from 1990 through 2019. That report breaks down the sources of those gases in line with the requirements of the state's climate law. New York also released a draft scoping plan that was approved for public comment by the Climate Action Council earlier this month. These two actions come as the state is legally obligated to reduce emissions by 40% from 1990 levels in the next eight years. And by 2050, the state's supposed to hit an 85% reduction, with the rest being offset. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Annie Snyder, and we'll see you back tomorrow.